When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Endahar takes it on the forehand and sprays it wide. Alex Demonor is into the fourth round at his home slam for the first time. And this journey will continue into Monday. That's the sounds of Alex Demonor making short work of Pablo Anahar at uh, the Australian Open today. He got through straight sets, 6-4, six, 6-4, four, six, four, six, over the experienced Spaniard. So uh, he uh, moves into the next round. He has an even tougher combatant coming up in Yannick Sinner. So we'll uh, need all the help we can get to uh, wrap our heads around it and just see how far Alex can go in this tournament as uh, he fights it out on the uh, men's side of things. Ash Barty will be fighting it out on the women's side of things. So let's uh, check it all out, the day's play from the Australian Open. Jed Zetzer, he's part of the First Serve team here at SEN, and he joins us to recap day six of Australian Open action on the overnight crowd. G'day, Jed. G'day, mate. Thanks so much for having me once again. Oh, mate, it's uh, a treat to have you back on the overnight crowd. Uh, We had three uh, chances today in the singles. We uh, take away one out of three. An okay day on the, uh, you know, face of things. Uh, How did you feel across the day with the Australian efforts? Well, from an Australian point of view, it was uh, obviously one and two, which is, you'd prefer three and oh, but it was probably unrealistic going into the day. Uh, certainly not disgraced, though, I think. Uh, Matty Inglis and Chris O'Connell, they both had really tough customers on the other side of the net, so uh, they certainly weren't disgraced, and they'll probably be pretty happy with the tournaments that they had uh, as a whole. So let's start with the uh, winning Alex Demonor. He uh, got through in straight sets. A very impressive win. Uh, it feels like everyone uh, loving Alex's work at the moment as he got past the Spaniard Pablo Andahar, 6-4, 6-4, 6-2. But he faces Yannick Sinner up next. And you warned us just last night about the quality of Yannick Sinner. Yes, well, Sinner is, you know, he is of elite talent. He's going to win... Uh, I'm pretty confident he'll win multiple slams in his career. I'd be absolutely shocked if he didn't. Uh, So we can't be underestimating his ability. Alex, though, he is looking amazing. And uh, we spoke to him in the press conference after the match. I specifically asked him about the pace that he's been able to generate on his ground strokes because that seems to be something that's hindered his game is that he gets to a lot of balls, but and he's always gotten to a lot of balls, but he's never really been able to get enough pace off his actual racket himself. So it's been amazing to see this Australian Open and even in the ATP Cup that he's actually starting to generate a lot of pace. And I asked him about it and he said that's something that he has specifically worked on uh, in the off-season and now it's paying off. How does uh, Alex's uh, game match up against uh, Yannick Sinners uh, in the next round? I think they're very similar. I really do. I just think Sinner hits the ball a lot harder. Um, and his movement is not as good as Alex's. So that's something that Alex has on his side. But they play pretty similar game styles. I don't, they both don't love going into the net. They're pretty handy at the net. But 
they prefer to park themselves at the baseline and chase everything down. Uh, I think it's going to be a case of Sinner probably being the aggressor early. Uh, Demonor is going to defend for his life, but hmm. that's probably when he wins a lot of his points. So I think this has got five sets written all over it. I really do, and I, I hope it does. I hope it goes the way of Alex, but we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be a cracker, though, either way. Christopher O'Connell, uh, he'd been so brave across the opening rounds. He unfortunately goes down in four sets today to the United States' Maxim Cressy. Uh, he takes the second set, and we're starting to think, oh, well, maybe, maybe this could be it. But Maxim, for his benefit, uh, gets to take on Daniel Medvedev in the next round as well. Yes, well, Cressy, I tell you what, he broke through at the US Open last year. He's actually He was actually the highest-ranked American outside the top 100, and the USTA didn't give him a wild card at the US <laughs> Open. Okay. He ended up qualifying and taking out the two-time semi-finalist Pablo Carreño Busta. And since then, his form has been out of this world. He's made, he won a title on the Challenger Tour, made two finals, two quarters. And then to kick off this year, he made his maiden ATP Tour final in Melbourne and then a quarterfinal in Sydney and now the fourth round at the AO. <laughs> this guy means business. Doing some uh, great work at the moment, as was Madison English. She was one set up over Kaya Kanepi. Unfortunately, from there, the wheels fell off a little bit. But what a great tournament uh, for Inglis. Certainly. I mean, Maddie Inglis, she uh, she had never won a Grand Slam match coming into this Australian Open. So for her to get two wins is massive. And I almost feel as if this will kickstart her career. Even, I mean, her year, firstly. But you'd think it would kickstart her career. She's closing in on the top 100. And you tell, tell you what, there's no boundaries for her game now. She'd grow a lot in confidence from this tournament. And I, I can't wait to see more of her after this. And Kanepi uh, gets the uh, gift of uh, taking on Zavalenka in the next round, who had a uh, three-set <laughs> win today over Vondorosova. She had to dig out from a set down. She did. And she's done it every match she's played so far. So the first three rounds... Sanders, Wang, and now Von Drusova are set behind in all three and won all three. And uh, it was revealed that she's uh, one of the subjects on the new Netflix documentary, oh. which is uh, obviously taking place now. So Irina Sabalenka, I tell you what, she's a great character. And it's evident how much she's been struggling with her second serve this summer. Um, and on the court today after a match, she said it's uh, it was a good result. Only hit 10 double faults. So she's... <laughs> She likes to take the mickey out of herself as well. So she's a great character and I really like to watch her. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, we've got a, a question from a listener here on the text line, Jed. Uh, Anthony from Sunshine, I think he might have missed our conversation about uh, Nick Kyrgios and Thanasai Kokonakis, but he's asking how far can they go in the Australian Open uh, men's doubles, the tournament after they beat the number one seed yesterday? It's interesting. Last year, they uh, I think it was last year or maybe the year before, they took out a big seeded pairing and then they lost in the next round to an unseeded pairing. <laughs> uh, this year, they've taken out the number one seeds and three-time uh, major winners, Mekdic and Pavic. They now have another tricky pair, uh, Beha and Escobar. They're the 15th seeds. They are pure double specialists, so they're going to be tricky customers. But Kyrgios and Kokonakis are both out of the singles. They're both solely focusing on the doubles and they're training hard. I saw them out there today. Obviously it's always entertaining when they train and it is a lighter training session, but they're actually putting in the hard yards and as expected, they're both ultimate professionals. So I actually think they're a sniff at going deep. 
What about the uh, sort of uh, argy-bargy in the change rooms uh, after the match that we uh, sort of found out about today with uh, Kyrgios and uh, also Kokonakis being cornered uh, by uh, Pavic's team? Uh, not not the players, but they, I think it was a fitness coach or something like that. Uh, not happy with uh, something happening out on court? Mm. So for those who don't know, Kyrgios uh, whipped the ball directly at the body of Pavic. Uh, he did apologise. He put the hand straight up, but in doubles cutthroat match, deep in the match, very, very uh, crucial moment. Kyrgios did whip a ball straight into the back of uh, Pavic, and he apologised, but it must be said after he apologised, he really got the crowd riled up. He got stuck into it. He sort of celebrated, and obviously uh, the Croatians' team did not appreciate that. From what we've heard, they, they did corner Kyrgios in the in the in the player rooms afterwards and sort of said, let's grab a, let's grab a bit of a scuffle. <laughs> Kyrgios wasn't interested. And, uh, yeah, mate, it's absolute, it's an absolute circus, isn't it? Um, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it. And uh, we'll wait and see if uh, it happens next. Uh, Mark Philippoussis on Channel 9, he backed in uh, Kyrgios saying he'd do the same thing. You know, doubles players' hands are yeah, very fast. And, I mean, it's just a part of the game. You do apologise. You might not mean it, but you do apologise and you move on. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it is. You know, at the end of the day, they're out there to win. Like, you know, it's a, it's a gentleman's game, but crucial moment of the match. And, you know, what the players are always taught is if a player's at the net and they're sort of vulnerable and they've got a big... Like, Pavic has a really big wingspan and he tends to get to a lot, get to a lot of the balls that pass him. Hit it straight at him. Go at the body and try and make him deal with it. You know, he's got a racket to protect him. That's exactly where Kyrgios should have gone. It's exactly where he went. Pavic's racket didn't get in the way. It hit him in the body, and, you know, it's a shame, and hopefully he didn't get too hurt by it. But at the end of the day, they're not out there just for fun. They're out there mm. to win. So good on Kyrgios, I think. Uh, Roberto Batista Aguch, uh, one of my favourite named tennis players, he went down today to Taylor Fritz. Uh, reading the uh, scoreline is... Bit of an odd one. Um, six love in the first. He then uh, rescues the second and third sets three six three six, and then gets bundled out six four six three. Yeah, I, I just want to start off by saying I'm so happy for Taylor Fritz. This is the first time he's ever passed the third round at a Grand Slam, and he said last year at the Australian Open when he lost to Djokovic in five, he said, "Look, I've made the third round so often. I just really want to get past this stage. I just." You know, he kept saying he just wants to get past it. He wants to make the fourth round. And I'm absolutely stoked. I'm wrapped for him that he's done it. He's really, I mean, he usually makes the third round and gets drawn a high-seeded player and goes down. This time he's got been able to pass Batista Agut. So I am stoked for him. And I can't wait to see him uh, in his next match against Sitsipas. Yeah, that should be a uh, fantastic one. And uh, just another one coming in off the uh, text line as well, Jed. This one from Tom saying, G'day, Paul. Has Alex Demonor ever played Nick Kyrgios before? Uh, oh, that is a great question. I don't believe they've played before. Um, mm. That would be an entertaining match. While we're <laughs> on the line, I'll look that up for you. But... Uh, <laughs> That, that'll be interesting, actually. Big question without notice vibes there, Jed. Sorry for uh, the <laughs> under-the-bus stuff there, mate. No, but, no, uh... I, I, off the top of my head, no. That's yeah. The, uh, they, they've played a lot of doubles together. 
and I've just got it up now. They haven't played each other before. Okay, all right. So you go, Tom. They ha- have not had the opportunity to do so just yet. Uh, elsewhere around the place, uh, Daniel Medvedev moves through. Ariana Zabalenka also through. Uh, Felix Olga-Alasami, he got through in straight sets. Uh, but he gets to take on Marin Silic, who moves through once again. And Silic outlasting the fifth seed, Rublev, over four sets as well. This is unbelievable stuff. Mate, Marin Cilic, he's a US Open uh, champion. This was vintage from the Croatian. He was, <laughs> he was unbelievable. Uh, taking down Rublev in, five, in four sets, he won the first two, seven, six, seven, uh, seven, five, seven, six, rather, really tight sets. Rublev then came out and won the third, and you thought, oh, you know, maybe, maybe the, the Russian's going to overpower him here. But Cilic, he just stayed mentally stable, resilient out on the court, gets it done in four. What a performance, you know. That's I'm also stoked for Chilich. Uh, we'll uh, have a look to uh, Day 7 uh, coming up on Sunday. Uh, just before we get to Ash Barty, though, uh, Adrian Manorino with a, a very impressive win last night. I loved how he closed that out against Karatsev, and he gets the gift of taking on Rafael Nadal, and that's coming up on Sunday. Uh, how do you like his chances in that match? I thought he looked great last night. He did. He did. I was out there till 2.40 a.m., and I spoke to you <laughs> mid-match. I, I ducked. I ducked out to speak to you. I went straight back in. I put my feet up and I enjoyed the rest of the contest. Manorino, the Frenchman, cool as a cucumber, just getting through that one uh, in four. He's had a ripping tournament. He beat the Australian James Duckworth in five sets in the first round. That that match is an underrated win because Duckworth's end to last season was unbelievable. He saw himself rise into the top 50 for the first time. So Manorino beat him. He then beat the 10th seed Hubie Hercatch in straight sets, dispatched him really quickly. So that was extremely impressive. And then he beats last year's semi-finalist in Aslan Karatsev in four. So, you know, the Frenchman, he's turning back the clock and he's playing really well. He actually might be, he might be a bit of a tricky customer for Nadal. Oh, we'll wait and see. That could be a bit of an upset alert. But uh, Ash Barty in action tomorrow afternoon. She has Amanda Animasova, who we've uh, been very impressed with her efforts so far. Uh, how's Ash going to go? Mate, I'm praying she wins, but uh, I think this is going to be very tough. Uh, Amanda Animasova is not going to be easy. She's taken out Naomi Osaka. Uh, they last played at the French Open in uh, 2019 in that semi final. Uh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be really, really tough for Ash. Uh, I think she obviously goes into the match as favourite. And even though it might, it's going to be tough, you know, we might see her win this in straights. You never know. But <laughs> I'm tipping Ash. I am tipping her. But I do think this is her biggest roadblock before, you know, possibly going on to win the title. I think this is going to be the biggest challenge. Jed, really appreciate the time once again, mate. Uh, we'll continue to follow your work with the First Serve team. Uh, continue to enjoy the tennis, mate. We'll catch up again soon. Thank you so much. Hope to see you at Melbourne Park. Thanks for having me. Jed Zetza from the First Serve team uh, getting on board and uh, the overnight crowd and helping us get through the day six action from the Australian Open. So day seven, we've got Ash Barty getting into her work and uh, hopefully getting further towards the crown of the Australian Open. How good would that be? Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.